0: Allison Josephs is with us live via telephone. Jew in the City uh, has just announced the uh, All-Stars, their sixth class of Orthodox Jewish All-Stars. In addition, there are other important things to discuss with her as well. Allison Josephs, Jewinthecity.com. Welcome back to JM in the AM.
1: Thank you so much. So great to be back.
0: Appreciate that. Uh, I don't know if we have time to go through the entire list, but what could you tell us about the uh, about the sixth class of Orthodox Jewish All-Stars?
1: Well, every year, really since the first year we did this, we thought, how many years can we do this? And definitely the naysayers told us, okay, you've got, you know, one class of 10 people, but you're not (laughs) going to be able to do this again. So we're six years into this. um, We have not one, but actually two Olympic athletes. Um, which is pretty incredible. There's A.J. Edelman, who I think a lot of people heard about. We publicized him this past winter in Pyeongchang, um, the first Orthodox Jewish male to make it to the Olympics since the history of ever. Right. Um, and we actually thought he was the first Orthodox Jew to get there. And then we actually had a woman nominated. Um, a woman named Bat Algetterer actually went to the Olympics, um, the Summer Olympics before him, um, in Beijing for Taekwondo. So actually, a woman got there first. Woo! And uh, so they're both on our list this year. Um, We have Shulam Lemmer. And, you know, I think he's made a little bit of a sensation recently as the first born and bred Hasidic Jew to get signed by a major, uh, you know, record. We have the Secretary of Transportation for the state of Massachusetts, which I think is just so interesting that, you know, here um, for, you know, we don't realize all the places that Orthodox Jews can be in terms of their careers. We're always looking every year uh, for kind of new angles and sort of new positions that we've never seen before. And there's a lot of Jewish lawyers out there, but to be placed so high, you know, in a state government um, is pretty neat. So um, we we really have a lot of great uh, all-stars this year. In a way, they're kind of all very special. Oh, we also have a guy who um, he helped put the first man on the moon. He's a NASA um, you know, uh, astrophysicist and helped put the first man on the moon. Um, and it, it's pretty neat, uh, sort of year after year, how we're able to highlight people that most people have not heard of that are doing these really incredible things professionally, and, um, and they're all orthodox.
0: Allison Joseph is with us, JewInTheCity.com. You can check out all of the all-stars that were just announced, the sixth class of Orthodox Jewish all-stars, when you go to the website, JewInTheCity.com. Again, that's JewInTheCity.com. Let's do it in this order, Allison. Let's tell everybody how to support Project Macomb, and then we'll take a minute to discuss what Project Macomb is and what its mission statement is, and, of course, we'll do another reminder. But let's get the information out there first because there are some listeners who are – already uh, educated when it comes to Project Macomb. Uh, Tell us how to support it uh, going forward.
1: Yeah, so we're having an annual campaign right now. We made a video called Why I Stopped Hating Orthodox Jews and Judaism, which is on our site right now. It's the top post on our site. Um, It's also on our Twitter page, you know, twitter.com slash Jew in the City, our Facebook page, facebook.com Jew in the City. You can find the annual campaign in those places or this video, Why I Stopped Hating Orthodox Jews and Judaism. And we basically tell the story of, uh, you know, two people who stopped hating Orthodox Jews and Judaism because of our work. Um, So if you can uh, go to our site right now, our Twitter page, our Facebook page, I know right now everyone is uh, raising money for a lot of amazing causes. Um, but the work that we are doing is unique in the Jewish world, um, and it, it is so vast what we have to accomplish. Um, and the issues for, you know, for each person that's coming to us, for the majority of them, are so deep. Um, and it's a new cause. It's not out there yet. So if you have heard about Project Machome um, and you care about it in any way, um, even sending us a few dollars to keep us going is really just kind of being counted that um, you hear us, you appreciate us, and you would like to, you know, do your small difference in this cause. And if you want to send a lot of money, we would take that too.
0: <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. Uh, so uh, Jewinthecity.com, everybody, Jewinthecity.com, uh, the method of donating is uh, pretty obvious once you get to the website. And as uh, Allison just said, Project Macomb is a special subset or associate with uh, Jewinthecity.com that is worthy of supporting as well. Now, what I'm going to do, if you don't mind, I assume the mission statement that's here on your website is one that I could read to our audience, right?
1: Correct, yes.
0: So here, here's what Project Macomb is, and I'm going to give you a chance to, uh, to add to this because I think there's a lot of misunderstanding about Project Macomb in the community, and we should emphasize just how important and integral a role it plays uh, for people of a certain background. So listen carefully, folks. Project Macomb, an initiative of Jew in the City, helps former or questioning Haredi Jews find their place in Orthodoxy. While we believe that there are numerous valid paths within Orthodox Judaism, not all observant Jews are born into a community which fits them. There are some modern Orthodox Jews who choose to move to the right, but for some Haredi Jews who want to transition to a more open, observant community, they face hurdles that prevent them from doing so, whether cultural, educational, or simply feeling unwelcomed. Some of these people end up uh, leaving religious life altogether, Project Macomb gives these individuals another option. So, and now these are my words, from from the beginning of Project Macomb, all you've ever wanted and all you've ever offered is a positive alternative for those who literally would be completely gone from our tradition and heritage if Project Macomb was not around. Correct. And that's it. What do you want to add to this? Anything you want to explain further or tell the audience about?
1: Yeah, so I think we get the question sometimes also, what does this have to do with your initial mission statement at Jew in the City about breaking stereotypes about Orthodox Jews? The thing about Project Macomb is that I created Jew in the City to show a different perspective about Orthodoxy to people outside of the community. What ended up happening was, first we started hearing from all these people that already were Orthodox, that were, you know, telling us that the content that we put out and the way we explain mitzvot and the way that we explain different Jewish ideas was more meaningful and more relevant than they had learned in their entire Jewish education, which was shocking and a little bit upsetting. Um, And then we accidentally attracted this disenfranchised group of people coming from the either, you know, Hasidish and, you know, some of them from the Lippish world. And they said to us, we would like to live the type of orthodoxy that you're explaining here. How can we gain access to that? So we never targeted this group Um, in any way, shape, or form, but they were following our content. And we had to figure out, what are we doing? How are we breaking down stereotypes if they are Orthodox Jews? What we realized as we updated our mission statement this year. Is that It's not actually stereotypes are breaking down, because the people that are being attracted to our content have lived, unfortunately, abusive Jewish lives. They've lived extreme um, Jewish lives. Now, let me just make a clear point here. This is not to say that Haredi or Hasidic is abusive or extreme. It's to say the ones that we are attracting have lived abusive or extreme lives. But those are the ones that make the headlines, and so that's how the whole thing fits together. It's the people that are living in... Not ideal Jewish conditions and have Judaism, have abuse being masqueraded as Judaism are the ones that the media picks up as, you know, Orthodox Jews and the ones that these people see this is Orthodox Judaism and want to leave. So what we change our mission statement to say is that we are reversing negative associations about religious Jews. And those associations can come about either by experiencing it or by uh, reading about someone who experienced it. And when we put forth an approach based on kindness, tolerance, sincerity, and critical thinking, that is how we reverse these negative associations. And we also make engaging and meaningful Orthodox Judaism known and accessible. So although the Project Macomb piece Um, is for this disenfranchised group from the Haredi world that, you know, experienced an abusive kind of Judaism. Ultimately, our message of showing this positive orthodoxy, a meaningful, engaging orthodoxy, ends up being relevant to the entire Jewish world. And this video that we have now, Why I Stopped Hating Orthodox Jews and Judaism, we are so proud of it. It showcases two voices, a man and a woman. The man was raised non-Orthodox and had negative ideas about the Orthodox world. The woman was raised in an insular Orthodox community and had negative experiences about the Orthodox world. And the two of them, through our programming and content and Project Makom um, classes and events, got to see a different side and now they're both happily observant and they feel good about being from and that's really what we're here for so when people you know say that project Malcolm is to make everybody modern orthodox or that we have some sort of recruitment uh, you know idea that couldn't be farther from the truth Um, project Malcolm and you in the city together we are here to Undo the negative experiences or um, knowledge and replace it with all the positive and meaningful and engaging things that people ought to know about our heritage.
0: well said thank A- you and And those bottom line, those across the board, from the uh, most liberal, whatever word that whatever that means in this context, uh, to the most uh, observant in our community, if the desire is to keep those people within the fold of the community. Uh, you can attest to the fact, and you have plenty of uh, of evidence. You can attest to the fact that without Project Macomb, uh we'd be losing, unfortunately, large numbers of people.
1: We already um, have done. We conducted nearly two hundred intakes in our first two years of uh, programming at Project Macomb. And I
0: think you, I think you started thinking you'd do like five or ten, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, we, you
1: know. <laughs> Uh, we didn't realize sort of the, the uh, massive size of the situation until we got in. And people listening also have to remember that um, you don't leave this community unless there is something pretty major that went on in your life. So not only do we have a large number of participants in this program, um, each person is coming to us with so many layers of trauma and so many layers of hurt, and we literally have to reteach them to trust rabbis. We have to reteach them a healthy and a positive Judaism. The voices in their head about all the ways that they're going to burn in Gehenna and all the punishments, all the babies that are going to die if they make one mistake. Um, We really have to sort of like deprogram and then reprogram with something positive. And um, as much pleasure as I get from showing a Jew their first Shabbos, if they've never seen Shabbos before, I can't begin to tell you what it's like to show someone where Shabbos was abusive, where Torah study was abusive, where Hashem was abusive, when we can replace for them a loving God and a positive Shabbos experience. Um, there, there is nothing that you could imagine that's more beautiful. Um, and, and this is where our work took us, and we never intended it. to go in this direction, and as I said before, it's a brand new space that no one is touching yet, Um, and maybe we're kind of crazy to touch it, but um, we are not a known Sadaka yet. People, I think, unfortunately sort of see Jew and City as a blog, and why would a blog need funding? But we have a staff. We have a staff that creates content. Our content is reaching hundreds of thousands of people every year. I speak all over the world, and people come up to me and tell me one by one after my talks how they're observing today because they saw a video, and it changed their mind. Um and we're reaching up close hundreds of people with Project Macomb, And um we we want to keep on going because we know there's so much more work to do.
0: Yeah, well you don't have to convince us, we're we're here uh reminding everybody that it's important to support the cause. JewinTheCity.com. JewinTheCity.com. When you go there you'll see the tab where you could donate uh Project Macomb, and all the information about it is on that page. It's on the home page. You'll see it there with the uh with the um mission statement, et cetera, plus of course the announcement regarding the all stars. The videos that Allison just mentioned, uh, why I stopped hating Orthodox Jews and Judaism, and other very interesting videos are all up there on the site, uh, which is really easy to navigate. So check it out and enjoy and support it as best as you can. Go to JewInTheCity.com for all the information. Allison, continued, good luck to you. I hope things go well with a fundraiser. And uh, just keep at it because you're helping a lot of people out there.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Allison Josephs can be heard every single Thursday. 10 a.m. Eastern Time, right here at the Nahum Segal Network. Allison Josephson, Jew in the City speaks. 10 a.m. Eastern Time, every single Thursday, right here at the Nahum Segal Network. Check it out; you'll be glad you did, to say the least.